Last orders at the bar, please. Welcome to Tavern Tales, a curated 5e Dungeons & Dragons adventure set in the tales of the Yawning Portal campaign module by Wizards of the Coast. Previously on Tavern Tales, the Stonehammers have completed the third level of the Forge of Fury, but with so much left undone on level two, what will they return to when they climb back up the waterfall? Come sit down and drink with the enemy, raise a glass and toast to the enemy, and I'm not gonna do this on my own. How sad the tale of Oscar's lineage, to have, for so many years, believed himself to be the grandson of Borgel the Old, only to have so crudely found his body imprisoned and forgotten by orcs, and then found out he was not only that, but the child of an illicit tryst between Durgedin and a Durgar named Numira. Who is this Numira, the mother of Oscar, that Durgedon would forsake all four, and who would be cursed in the form of a roper these long years? Ever the considerate, and realizing that Oscar was now her own uncle, Eldeth, in an attempt to console him, said, Don't cry, uncle. Yep. <laughs> I'm processing right now. <laughs> yeah, do, you want, do you want a second take in like ten seconds? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that make him Tessacar's uncle too? Yes. We're twins, you idiot! <laughs> Wait, did we already know he was our uncle? No, not before this. We thought he was our cousin before this. Yeah. Yeah, and then she oh. mo- she missed the last episode. You weren't here the last episode? No, you guys almost killed me. Oh, Twice. Right. And now, let us peek into the adventure itself as the Stonehammers ascend from the third level with answers that now lead to even more questions and find themselves facing that which they avoided earlier. The first thing you notice is the smell. It is the worst smell you have ever smelled. Can you smell that smell? (laughs) Burning hair? Burning flesh? Sure, there's definitely burnt hair in that smell. It is worse than, what's a really bad smell? Like dead old fish, rotting fish smell. Microwaved fish from the staff room kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How often I've smelled that smell. Got one? The smell of a raw chicken breast that fell between the crack (laughs) in your counter and your fridge. And it's been sitting there for a week. Who doesn't notice the missing chicken breast? But either way, that's... Okay, got one for me, Aaron? She took the one I had. (laughs) Guys, we're making dinner together? No, I was going to say a rancid chicken breast. Oh, okay. The smell of a fish that's been left in a vent, and so the warm air heats it up. 
a lot of people pull a prank that way. I have another one for you. It's rancid potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Oh. So I never burnt hair and flesh, right? You added that in? Rancid mashed potatoes is disgusting smell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's the same. Because it adds dairy, the dairy to it. Oh man. Don't trust me, it's the potatoes. Oh. Can I quickly ask you a completely unrelated question so I don't forget? Right. In the last game when I wasn't here, did we ever find out the what those love letters were? Yes. Yes. Okay. Dang it. It was kind of just read also, what the answer was. That's no. what that was. Baby uh, making of that guy. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, and you almost got eaten by a roper, and then I saved you, by the way. Yeah, I know. I was in his mouth because I pulled you out of it. I pulled you out of it. Yeah, but after yeah. it was dead, you pulled yeah. her out of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah the, so stop that. The roper was his mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. You weren't I here for like, that. I feel like I knew some of that already. No, she missed that one. I think we had that discussion when we started fighting the roper. That smell is all of the things that you have described to me and more. It is so bad that it makes your eyes water, and you see colors that you've never even seen before. You hear sounds that are not sounds. Please, all of you, roll constitution checks. Giant dice! I expect a loud, booming clatter. Ah. Hey! That was a great booming clatter. I have given all of these players a gigantic D20 as a Christmas gift from their dungeon master to the players, and no one brought me anything, so I accept that. Oh, a hug from my daughter as she steals a cookie and leaves forevermore. Why are you rolling constitution checks? Well... Because we don't want to pass out from the stench? Yes, principally, but secondarily, it is because there are 12 unwashed troglodytes arrayed at the top of the waterfall, and the lead troglodyte, and you can tell he's the leader because of all of the leader tokens he has about his person. What are something that you would consider a leader token, Paige? A medallion. Okay, what's that look like? It has a big, bright gold circle with dark green ribbons hanging from it perfect yes that is definitely a leader token what else do they have as a leader token there um, allison on the other side of his lapel is a sheriff's badge he's got a gold sheriff. gold sheriff's badge yeah, i think he sheriff. gave it to himself but it's just like a gold star it says sheriff in the middle yeah yeah it's really not something that's on him but he walks with like his pelvis thrust out because adorning his pelvis is a giant belt buckle. Okay, cool. Or a cod piece. I, I yeah. would accept it. it uh, cod piece is better. A it's bedazzled a bedazzled cod piece. Yes, exactly. With gold and, ribbon and he, threading. He leads with the cod piece. Who wouldn't? <laughs> that makes perfect sense. He's also got a giant tooth that he got as a trophy from killing some sort of a creature that pierces through the bottom of his lip and hooks out. Cool. Okay. And obviously, to top it all off, he is wearing a red bandana around his neck, and in black writing, it says, I'm number one. Cool. I'd like it to be a gold bandana. It is a gold bandana that says, I'm number one. Perfect. Uh, I should also point out, he is the leader, because he is also riding a giant subterranean lizard that you met before, Fogrim. You were the one in the middle of befriending it, and he is riding it. 
I remember that. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. You kept trying to you kept trying to boop him and like the huge lizard. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so jelly right now. Yeah, he's riding it. Oh. <laughs> my buddy. <laughs> my buddy. How did you do on your constitution saving throws? 12. That is enough. Yay. 18. That is enough. 21. That is not enough because that is more than enough. <laughs> I was like, ridiculously are you kidding me? high level of <laughs> nineteen for me. Ridiculously fine. You have succeeded as well, and twelve. God damn it! What happens if we faint from smell? Nothing, because you have all succeeded at your Constitution oh, saving throws. I'm curious what would happen because you're so upset. Ah, well, bad things would have happened, but you don't need to know what those bad things are because they didn't happen to you, okay. unless you'd like to re-roll your die. No, I'm happy. All right. Does this have to be yeah. colored in still? It stays forever because you succeeded at your death throws because I rolled a natural 20 and then a, like a 14. Couldn't even roll a failing death save. <laughs> I rolled in front of all the players too. It sucked. But that's not what's happening now. What's happening now is five dwarves climbed the top of that corkscrew ramp to find themselves confronted by a dozen troglodytes and one of them is on a gigantic subterranean lizard and the leader on the lizard says throw down your weapons kneel before the might of the mighty cargoes ruler of the glitterhaim and beyond destroyer of orcs and slayer of ropers you have done the troglodyte people a great service in slaying those who would oppose us in gratitude we will allow you to leave this place never to return none of the jabba jabba and throw down your weapons that we may escort you out of here seriously (laughs) (laughs) foggy has really mixed emotions because he he really like wants the lizard friend, but he also wants to like throw up his arms and say amen and do whatever that that guy says is very compelling. And testify, testify. <laughs> I mean, hallelujah! <laughs> it makes sense that he's the leader, doesn't it? Like a, a in a way, no one. But I'm not throwing down my weapons Bueller? for anybody. Yeah, me either. No, I don't have any weapons. I am my weapon, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> <laughs> you throw yourself on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I could sing you a song that is kind of a weapon I could throw down. <laughs> I got no time for the jibba jabba. Throw down your weapons and we will escort you out of here. Well, we've got some stuff yet to do, so we are unable to do that. Sorry. Good day. <laughs> yes, sir. We, um, as my brother has so clearly stated, we are on an adventure and we still have another task we are required to complete before leaving. Do you want to join us? <gasps> Oscar's kind of holding back to see where this is all kind of going. And I'm going to very subtly put my right hand on one of my weapons. A pity the fool who does not follow the word of Cargaz. Wait, Cargaz? Cargaz? <laughs> Carl's Jr.? So just confirming, you're going to like just start questioning. No, Marie Claire was just trying to understand. Oh, because that really. <laughs> Cargaz. Cargas. Okay. Uh, do I know of uh, Cargas in history? No. Okay. And sorry, they're orcs? They are troglodytes. Troglodytes. The right, 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 right. smell, stench of right, the right, smell. Right. They kind of look like lizardy people. Right. Okay. They are all standing close to the waterfall. 
I remind you all that the water overflows its bank here and becomes this slippery sliding slope to go over the falls. And the 12 troglodytes are standing in the lightly running water, and you are about five feet or so away from being in that water yourself, because it's just literally everywhere. So you're saying we could basically push them off the waterfall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you might you might be able to push a few off the waterfall or down, and then they'd have to make uh, dexterity checks and strength checks in order to not go over the edge. Or we make friends with them. Oh, or funny. you... <laughs> or I could just make a giant gust of wind blow them off. The well, you won't be able to blow them all oh, off, but what? yeah, you can definitely. That would have been so cool. When you got thunder wave, is that what you're planning on doing? You're going to fart at them? <laughs> yes. <Knock. laughs> no. I realized before this that I didn't go over my spells yet like I was supposed to last time. So I'm trying to find spells right now. Okay, I have an idea. What you got? Hey, friend, my name's Foggy. Nice to meet you. And I put my hand out for like a handshake. Okay, he's like 20 feet away from you riding a giant lizard. He'll get the gist. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been in that situation. It's very Canadian. I have held a door for someone who was like 30 feet behind me and that made them really upset. It gets so awkward. Long away huggers, they like come at you like this at an angle and they just start walking already pre hugging. That's what I'm doing, but pre handshake, just gonna walk towards them with my hand extended. Well, you can roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. Why do I have disadvantage? Because it's dumb. <laughs> okay, I'll, I accept that. Oh. Okay, you don't have to roll the other die. <laughs> And Obviously, everyone sees Fogram's genuine, polite intent and realizes that a guy riding a not-quite-tamed, giant, subterranean lizard is probably not going to get off to go shake his hand. So he gestures to one of his sub-troglodytes to go over, and he says, uh, in troglodyte, which none of you understand, no. right? No. no? Okay. He says something in troglodyte, which is like... Which you don't get. And the troglodyte goes over and looks at your hand, barks twice at the leader, and then walks back. And he's like, You didn't have a gift for Kargaz? Why you hold out your hand? Saga! I have a gift for Kargaz. The only gift Kargaz wants is your kneeling. He wants you to kneel and throw your weapons to the ground and be escorted from this place. But I have this flying bread. Turn into like a Southern Baptist. Yeah, I know. yeah. that's where it's fine. I have flying bread for you. He doesn't know how to take that because those are not words that go together. He figures he just lost in translation, loses that. So I'm getting the feeling that you're not going to throw your weapons on the ground and kneel before the might of Cargas. I was going to suggest a pool party so that they're less stinky. Right. Again. You're not going to kneel before Cargaz and throw your weapons to the ground in either order, correct? Yeah. No, no, don't, don't no. feel like that's what's happening. No. Then roll initiative. No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? I want to be friends. You know, I, wanted, I, wanted, I like his style. We I wanted to be Mohawks. the leader's wife. <laughs> <laughs> We're the same person. This is the first time I've actually rolled a semi-good initiative. Me too. <laughs> Damn these new 20s. <laughs> I like them. Oh, they're so heavy to roll. <laughs> Oscar. 14. 18. Foggy. 18. You guys have rolled the same number twice. Uh, Melusine. Two. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say more to that. Tessicar. <laughs> 16. Sorry, how many of these things are there? 12. Holy smokes. Time to jump off the waterfall again. Oh my god. 
Initiative has been rolled, which means violence is imminent. But I will give you all one last opportunity to do something about it. Not Fogram, though, because he already has attempted to do something about it and failed abysmally. I want to do a pool party. You didn't do a pool party. You're I like, mean, let's take hands. And then I was going to invite him to have a pool party with it's us. It's a whole three-step process, Kyle. First, you shake hands. Stops. Second, you take off all your clothes. Third, you jump in the pool. Oh, yeah, there is a second step. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. We'll go in a circle. What would you like to do before violence erupts that is non-violent, if that is your intent? Can I uh, pull up my cloak and jump in the water? So again, the, 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 to set the scene, you've come up the ramp, five feet in front of you, the water start, the slick of water begins. The closer you get to the river, because there is that five foot wide river that is 10 feet deep and rushes in a torrent, then opens up and spills out into that giant waterfall. The troglodytes are between you and the river. So you've got, you've come up, the waterfall is on your left hand side, nothing but empty space, watery footsteps, and between you and to the right and away is the passage back the way you came before you went down. Well, some of you went down the corkscrew ramp and some of you went over the waterfalls, but that seems like forever and a day ago. So what would you like to do, anybody? I throw the floor open to you. I would like to try and persuade the leader that we are on a peace adventure and we just require passage and to let us through. I'm going to give you Bardic inspiration i want to use my feminine wiles okay <laughs> you cannot grant bardic inspiration it's not your turn to act Boo! i asked because that's also something you can do for combat to let you know that'll be a really hard check because this cargas has already called you the destroyer of orcs and slayer of ropers so to call yourselves on a mission of peace mm. will probably not It'd be a really hard persuasion check to attempt to do so. How did he get the memo about the Roper? Well, they knew about the Roper. How did they know that we killed everything? We're the only ones here, really. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. We didn't challenge Sorry, we can continue. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is that what you would like to do, is to question his knowledge? That's <laughs> yeah, perfect. Always. Who's the guys behind us? Who was the guy behind us? Can I try to persuade him that I wasn't a part of it and that I was trying to avoid any termination of friends in this cave and then use my woman feminine wiles against him and that I am his friend. Okay. So you want to distance yourself from these other four and suggest that maybe you and this car guys can make a deal. Yeah. All right. But with the intention to also save my friends. Uh, I mean, I'll always let people roll. I just don't think that there's going to be much. Natural funny girl. Yeah, I don't. I... Get it? Get me that. Feel wolf. free to roll. If you get a natural twenty, you'll have to roll again. Just so that's that's just how difficult this check is. So I'll let you literally roll on top of a natural twenty if you get one. Would it be easier to persuade him to go skinny dipping with me? No, it wouldn't. Damn. All right, just give me it. your color, and we'll see what you need to do. So Eldith, her armor kind of has these metal clasps that keep it together. So she kind of like wriggles herself and then un undoes the first two and kind of slowly and sultry walks 
a couple steps towards him. Okay. And then she explains how she is a paladin that's under oath of redemption, and it is her path to bring peace between all creatures, including him, and that she finds him irresistible. Okay. And requests his alliance. If you reduce your armor class by four, then you can make a persuasion check instead of a deception check, and I will grant you advantage on the check. Done. All right, cool. (laughs) Reduce your armor class temporarily to 12. Unbuckling a few buckles. (laughs) Strategic buckles. Okay, so now I'm doing persuasion. Move to the breastplate. Yeah. And now you can make your persuasion check because you're literally persuading him with your feminine wiles. And you, you said have with advantage, advantage on this. You still, I mean. Get yours. I, I still think your difficulty's like 24. <laughs> God, okay. Oh, no. Reroll it. That one didn't count. Right? Well, yeah, that one definitely didn't count because it's in your that's, lap. And that's the wrong dice, I think. Is that not a d20? That's no. a D12. No. It's a D12. <laughs> no, no, that one's not going to work. Oh. That- <laughs> so we, we have our first die. It is a one. We have the second oh, die. It on, is girl. a... 20. Oh, no. Three. No. <laughs> I got a nine. You're not getting yours. And Cargaz says, I don't want no sagging dwarven boobs. <laughs> oh. I want your death. Wow. I don't like this guy anymore. You shouldn't have liked him in the first place, Fogrim. Mr. D. He's a Mohawk and is riding a lizard. What's not to love? Tessikar is not happy with the insults yelled at his sister. So he gets ready for some battle. And what he does, surprisingly, people, this is this is surprising here. He like takes his wizardy robe and like pulls it down. And then he ties it around his waist. No. And he's actually ripped. <laughs> he's like this ripped dwarven grandpa so looking he's guy. Like, he's, he's like, like I told you I don't want no sagging dwarven boobs. <laughs> hey, yo, yo, yo. There's abs here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look I'm skinny and buff. The boobs. He's groundskeeper Willie from the I've got a hot body. <laughs> and then Tessicar, in the biggest booming voice he can command, says, You will die, pawn scum. Did you say pond with a D? Or did you say pawn? Like I'm going to the store to collect the gold. Because I tell you, I believe in the golden rule. Whoever has the gold makes the rules. And uh, let's start combat. Yes, please. We begin the combat with the giant subterranean lizard leaping forward to bite the shit out of Eldeth. Oop. What if we told him where that huge pile of gold was? <gasps> Which huge pile of gold? There was a bag of gold that was too big for us to carry, and so we said we could get it on the way back. There's been several instances of, well, that's too much gold. One of them was in the cave where the lizard was. The other was upstairs where the leader of the orcs was. Was there also a bunch in the roper as well? Uh, yeah, you collected most of that, though, because of a lot of it was gems and yes. uh, a special ring. Do I still have my shield up? You tell me. Are you using your two-handed weapon or your shield? I'm using my one-handed and my shield. Okay. The giant subterranean lizard snarls and lunges forward and attempts to bite you. I have rolled and gotten a 17. Is that enough to bite you? Yeah. 
Excellent. Now it is. You take, <laughs> now it is. Now it is. You take 16 damage Aww. from this Ouch. bite. Lizzie. And uh, it holds onto you deeply because, yeah, it's going to attempt to swallow you. <laughs> I love how, yep. as a matter of fact, he says it. Yeah, so it lunges forward. It clamps its jaws right over top of Eldeth's head all the way down to Eldeth's clavicle. And to confirm, in the last when I was in here, we never had a short or long rest. No, there's been no rest. Okay. No rest Okay. for the wicked. There's we, been I healings did heal cast. You. And now it will attempt to swallow you. It'll like flip you up and <laughs> swallow you whole. No, I only have a 10 to do that. So I believe that that does not beat your armor class. No, if only I could use my reaction on myself, I can't. So, Eldeth, you are grappled, and your speed has become zero, and you cannot benefit from any bonus to your speed. And if the grappler itself becomes incapacitated, then you are freed. That's easy. And the condition ends if an effect will remove the grappled creature from your reach. Otherwise, you need to make a strength check and succeed against this lizard in order to free yourself from the grapple. So that was the lizard's two actions, and it is now... Eldeth's turn. So since I'm in his mouth, anytime he, so he can still continue to try to bite me. Is that basically what's going to happen? Yeah. uh, Well, he will probably try to swallow you. What happens if I were to cast Sanctuary on myself? Can you read the spell to me? Yeah. So you ward a creature within range against attack. Until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. I just, I was curious how it would work if he has to choose a new target. Do I fall out of his mouth or do I stay there, but he attacks with a different limb? (laughs) So you would, you would cast Sanctuary, you would remain grappled. And if it chose to try to swallow you, it would have to make a will save in order to do so. And if it failed? Then it wouldn't get to swallow you, but you remain grappled by it. And would I still get the opportunity to make a strength check or this basically would replace my strength check? Correct. You cannot do both. Okay, I'll do the strength check. All right. Make a strength check against the subterranean lizard who has your head in its mouth. Natural 20. Oh, I see. So 24. 23. So yeah, you have beaten it. Huzzah! So you free your head from the mouth of the lizard and you now may walk around again. All right. Can I use my bonus action to run away a couple feet? No, but you can use your move action to run away. But if you do so, the lizard will get an attack of opportunity on you. I don't want to do that then. Yeah, I didn't think so. (laughs) Stand there face to face with the lizard. You've reached up. I'm going to guess you'd had to drop your weapon. But don't worry. It's a free action. You can pick it up next round. Okay. You... Drop your weapon, you grab the lower and upper jaw, and you pry the head open majestically because it's a natural 20, and you pull your head free of the lizard. Do you say anything when you do so? Not today, lizard. (laughs) Your breath smells like garlic. Um, (laughs) And you should brush your teeth once in a while. (laughs) Yes, and you've got deep, deep gouges from the teeth through your open flesh can i use my bonus action to do my armor back up <laughs> uh nope that would be a regular action to do your armor back up 
I can't do that. You can say not today, lizard, and you let go of the lizard's <laughs> mouth, and you are done your turn. It is now Fogrim's turn. I'm going to try something that I'm pretty sure Foggy has never tried before in combat. It's going to be fun. I'm going to run up in front of Eldeth. Between- there is no room betwixt Eldeth and the lizard. Okay, I'll go beside Eldeth. Perfect. Okay, and I'm going to try and get Lizzie's attention. Yeah. And I'm going to try animal handling on it. Because that worked sort of last time. Oh, yeah. The lizard loves you. Yes. Would it remember him? I'm hoping so. Your hope here is that the lizard will remember you. Yeah. And the natural 20 you got on your animal handling allowed you to go over there and and talk to it in the first place. So you may do so with the intent to do what? What What's your intent? At the very least to get it to stop attacking us. It doesn't (laughs) need to be loyal to us, but it won't attack at least me, and then I can, like, yeah. If your goal is that you want to run up and get it to not attack you, yeah. by all means, I have no problem with that. Okay, let me try that. What does Fogram say? Wait, do you want to say and then roll the dice, or do you want to roll the die and then figure out what you say? I think I've been hanging out with um, Melusine too much. Okay. Because I'm going to start singing the perfect animal handling song, I will remember you. <laughs> but you have to sing it like Fogrim. Will you remember me? Who knows? Maybe lizards like that sort of sound. I don't. But nonetheless, <laughs> Foggy's make your not check. a singer. It's not his thing. That's why he hangs with Melcy, and that's Melcy's job. All right. What is your total animal handling <laughs> check? I do believe this is untrained for you as well, no, correct? It's trained. All right, go for it. What is the total? Nine. Yeah, that's not enough. Yeah, <laughs> lizard's like, oh, you look tasty. No. That was delightful. I'll consider that your free action. Well, goody. What would you like to actually do with your <laughs> so turn? I was, I'm, tr- I'm debating between casting a spell and raging because I can't do both. That would be the eternal debate of a multi-class character. It is a problem. Um, so I, I haven't cast a lot of spells. While Fogger makes this determination over the next five minutes, the troglodytes will then get to go. And after the troglodytes go, it will be Tessicar's turn. All right, we'll go back to Fogger. How far away are all the... Because the lizard Behind ran up. all of the lizards, yes. The 20 feet. And they're all kind of near each other. Sure. I mean, there's 12 of them. They're not that near each other, but yeah. I would like to try Arms of Hadar. Okay. So a tendrils of dark energy erupt from you and batter all creatures within a 10 foot radius but i think i can aim it at them no it has to be They're 20 me. feet away it's around you so your arms of hadar would batter six creatures including me yeah which would be oh. melusine eldeth tessicar oscar cargas and the giant lizard friend you just remade yeah i was thinking i could so aim five allies and a cargas okay that oh it's okay i did say everyone it was going to take five minutes and you did say that and you're correct <laughs> Okay, I'll just pick one of them. Uh, I guess the main car guest guy with Eldritch Blast. You hit Eldritch Blast. All right, sure. Yeah, you take point, cry out your Eldritch Blast words, which are... I have to do jazz hands with it, I decided. Yes, that's your. Um, that's the somatic. What's the verbal? Bippity-boppity-boop. <laughs> with jazz hands. They can't see the New jazz choice. hands. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Zip-zap-zoom. <laughs> I like I like zip-zap-zoom. <laughs> that's pretty dope. It's like electric energy. From my fingers. This is the dark, corrupting force from that granted you by Shabnagurath that is otherworldly in nature. And Fogrim jazz hands and says, zip, zap, zoop. Zip, zap, zoop. And what's this 
dark coruscating energy. No, it's Zoop now. Zip, zap, Zoop. Because that, that's alliterative. You don't like the Zoop? Who doesn't like Zoop? That's fair. I, like no, I love Zoop. Zoop, Zoop, Riot, Riot. <laughs> yes, that would work too. <laughs> and what color and uh, what does it look like? So I was thinking sort of light, so lightning-ish. So it has yellow streaks in it with hit tinges of like orange though. So not straight lightning. Kind of like flash lightning. It's definitely not lightning. It yeah. is a force energy. Yeah. So it doesn't, it's not very So it's like yellowy, orangey, ready. Cool. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Do your attack against Cargaz. So 15 to hit. You hit. Do your damage. <gasps> Yay. Seven. All right. You do seven damage to Cargaz. He is not happy with you. I figured. What does he say? He says, uh, I'm looking at you because when I was little, we were so poor, we couldn't afford to pay attention. I'm paying attention to you. <laughs> Foggy legitimate laughs at that because that's hilarious. With that, it is now a dozen troglodytes turns. Concludes this episode of Tavern Tales, a curated Dungeons and Dragons 5e game set in the Tales of the Yawning Portal adventure module by Wizards of the Coast. Our intro and outro music is the song Tavern Tales by the Bad Billy Band. You can find out more about the Bad Billy Band on iTunes or at www.badbillyband.com or follow them on Twitter at Bad Billy Band. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or find us on Twitter at Tavern underscore Tales. We'll be back next week with more of the adventure.